Well, thank you so much for reading that uh, very difficult <laughs> passage, you know, that king, all right? Uh, my name is uh, Kyung, uh, Kyung Chen. I'm originally from Malaysia. was born there, then spent quite a bit of time in the U.S. Uh, studying. And I studied uh, engineering. So when you study engineering, a lot of times you want things to be very certain. You want the calculation to be exact. And at work, a lot of times it's very simple. You find a problem then you need to fix it. So life is very certain. And that's how my life was. And about 10 years ago, we moved to this great country, Australia. We, we stay in Perth. And suddenly, you know, the, my children, I got three girls, and they start going to school. Then they go like, wow. You know, they, they have to adapt to the new school, the new system. And for us, there's like just, whoa, this is the cultural differences. And out of all that, my wife Kim, who is sitting there, hi Kim. <laughs> Kim, out of nowhere, there was an attack on her, on her spine. She has this great pain and she couldn't walk. She was bedridden for at least two months. You know, things were going very certain and then attacks start coming. So much uncertainty. And I start realizing, hey, life is full of uncertainty. I mean, for some of us in this room even, perhaps you're going through a, a, a time of uncertainty. And as you know, you are not the only one all over the world today. When the pandemic, COVID-19 hits, there's so much uncertainty all over the world. Oftentimes, when Kim was uh, in bed, I always look up, I go, Lord, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. And there was the often times now, I just come to my knees, I say, Lord, I don't know what to do. And perhaps for us in this season, with the COVID-19 or with some loved one that is not well, you could be in that situation saying, Lord, I don't know what to do. But my eyes is on you. So today, what we will do is we will look through 2 Chronicles chapter 20. That king, you know, King Jehoshaphat. You know, we'll look at his, his model. What, what does he do? You know, what, what are some of the steps that he will go through? Is that okay? Yep, this is in the Old Testament. But before we start, can we just bow our head and we just pray? Father, we come to you today as the song say, we need you, Lord. We need you. So this morning as we come before you this morning, we ask the Holy Spirit, indeed, you flood this place. You teach us this morning and let our heart be open to you. Let our ears be attentive and let you touch our heart this morning this morning and let our life be transformed by you our Lord Jesus we thank you and we pray all this in Jesus name Amen okay let me just get this going mm. let me see uh, okay yep is it moving <laughs> oh okay alright alright cool 
<laughs> I think it's me, you know. <laughs> okay, cool. All right. Oh, now here we go. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I was looking at the Lord, and someone yelled out, point there, you know. <laughs> but my eyes is on you, Lord. Second Chronicles chapter 20. As the reading goes, there was this king, King Jehoshaphat. He's the king of Judah. Great king, good king. He was doing well. The people of Israel, they were, they were under him. The country, the kingdom was doing well. But then suddenly, suddenly, attack comes. The Moabites, the Ammonites, and the Meonites, they all decided to attack. Isn't that like life sometimes? You know, things are going well. We are doing well here. Then suddenly, Kim's back was attacked. And what happened? Jehoshaphat was terrified by this news and begged the Lord for guidance. So let's see what uh, some of the steps that King Jehoshaphat did. There are four things that we will look through today. The first is prayer. He prayed. Then he waited. He acted. And he waited for the victory to come. And that is the four steps that we're going to go through today. Usually, when we don't know what to do, what is the first thing that we do? Or rather that I do? I do the reverse. I act first. Immediately I act. Then I wait to see my action. Does it come with success? If it fails, then I pray. I don't know about you, you know, oftentimes that we act, then we wait, then we pray. But what we see King Jehoshaphat was doing, he prayed first. That is the first thing that he did, he prayed. Then he waited. And then he acted on what God is released to him. Why, how, 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 how does uh, uh, King Jehoshaphat pray? Let's, let's see. Oop. <laughs> All right, cool. Alright, this is his prayer. He said, O Lord, God of our ancestor, you alone, you alone are the God who is in heaven. You are ruler of all the kingdoms of this of the earth. You are powerful and mighty. No one can stand against you. The first thing King Jehoshaphat did when he prayed is to acknowledge. Acknowledge the power of God. He acknowledged that God is able. God is able. And at times we've forgotten that we serve a God that is creator of heaven and earth, that He is able. So there's the first thing that he reminds himself as he pray. He said that God of our ancestor, you alone are the God who is in heaven. So he acknowledged God is able. Then he continues. Whenever we are faced with any calamity, such as war, plague, COVID-19, or famine, we can come to stand in your presence before this temple where your name is honoured. We can cry out to you to save us, and you will hear us and rescue us. Not only God is able, He's also telling God that you are willing. You are able and you are willing. For example, Rob, is it alright if I use you as a... Okay. For example, I needed $50,000. I come to Rob, I say, Hey Rob, I need $50,000. Rob is, you know, plenty of spare change. He's able. <laughs> but is he willing? It's another story, right? He's able 
He got the, the money, but is he able? Or he's able, but is he willing? He might not be willing because who is this Kyung? I just met him two weeks ago and he wanted 50,000 from me. Versus if I come to Rhonda, Rhonda knows me well. Uh, you, you, you're probably able to. You know? <laughs> but let's, for example, <laughs> you know, I said, Rhonda, I need 50,000 from you. And she's so willing to let me loan me the money. But perhaps at this moment, she's not able. You, you see the difference? You're able and willing. That is our God. God is able and He's willing. When we come to Him, He's able and He's willing. So that is the first step. Then he continued to pray, for we have no power to face this vast army that's attacking us. We do not know what to do, but our eyes are on you. We do not know what to do, but our eyes is on our Lord Jesus Christ. So that is his prayer. When he prayed, he surrendered. He surrendered to God and he trusted God. Because he trusted our God is able and our God is willing to help. And any time that we acknowledge to God that He is powerful, He is almighty and He is willing to help, on the other hand, I'm acknowledging and recognizing my weakness. Lord, I need you. Lord, I need you. So in many sense, we just surrender and trusted God. And that is the first thing that King Jehoshaphat did with the people. They do not know what to do, but their eyes is on God and they pray. They acknowledge the power of God. They acknowledge, they recognize their own weakness. Let's see what happened next. After he prayed, the next thing, they waited. Verse 13, all the men of Judah with their wives and children and little ones, stood there before the Lord. They just stand there before the Lord. They waited. We are living in a society of instant noodles. Everything we want, we want it instantly. But they stand there. They waited upon the Lord. And as they wait, the Holy Spirit the Spirit of the Lord came on Jehaziah, son of Zechariah. So the Holy Spirit came. The Holy Spirit started talking through Jehaziah. He said, listen, listen, listen King Jehoshaphat and all who live in Judah and Jerusalem. This is what the Lord says to you. Do not be afraid. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast army. For the battle is not yours, but God's. That to me, when I read that, I just go, do not be afraid. I'm reminded, do not be afraid. The circumstances that we are in, our loved ones, they are going through difficult times. Do not be afraid or discouraged because of this vast attack that is coming to you. For the battle is not yours, but God's. So he waited, he listened. Tomorrow, 
in verse 16, go down against them. You will see them coming up the ascent of Zik, and you will find them at the end of the valley facing the wilderness of Jeruel. You do not have to fight this battle. Position yourself, stand still, and see the salvation of the Lord. He is with you. He is with you. Judah and Jerusalem, do not be afraid or discouraged. Tomorrow, go out to face them, for the Lord is with you. When we do not know what to do, we see from the model of King Jehoshaphat in Second Chronicles, our eyes is on him. The first thing we did is we prayed. We surrendered it to God. We trust a God that is able. We trust a God that is willing. And we wait. We wait and we listen. And the third thing is to act upon what you have heard. And they rose early in the morning and went out into the wilderness of Tekoa. And when they went out, Jehoshaphat stood and said, Hear me, Judah, and inhabitants of Jerusalem. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be established. Believe his prophets, and you will succeed. Believe in the Lord your God, and you will be established. You'll be able to stand firm. Believe his prophets, our greatest prophet. Is the Son of God, Jesus Christ, the Messiah. Stand with Jesus. Believe His word. Believe His prophet and you will succeed. And that's in Second Chronicles chapter 20, verse 20. And I believe in the year of 2020, I sense this will be a, a, a good verse for a lot of us to, to be reminded that in the uh, NIV reads, have faith in the Lord your God and you will be upheld. Have faith in His prophets and you will be successful. And that is in 2 Chronicles 20.20. Shall we all read this together? Is it alright? We just, uh, one, two, three. Have faith in the Lord your God and you will be upheld. Have faith in His prophets and you will be successful. Second Chronicles 20.20. So that's acting in faith. After consulting the people, the king appointed singers to walk ahead of the army, singing to the Lord and praising Him for His holy splendor. This is what they sang. Give thanks to the Lord, our God and King. His love endures forever, for He is good. He is above all things. His love endures forever. Sing praise. Sing praise. That's what they did. Instead of putting the army, the big strong man in front, who did they put? They put Aphron. They put Jesse, right? Jesse. And the whole musician group that were out front. Because what? How come they're not putting, putting on this, this great, strong army, but they put the musician and they worship God, the praise and the worship God. When we are in situation, in the middle of the storm, we can raise a hallelujah. 
because of serve a God that is able and we serve a God that is willing. I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. I raise a hallelujah louder than the unbelief. I raise a hallelujah. My weapon is my melody. I raise a hallelujah. Heaven comes to fight for me. I'm gonna sing in the middle of the storm. Louder and louder, you're gonna hear my praises roar. Up from the ashes, hope will arise. Death is defeated, the King is alive. We can stand in the middle of the storm and raise a hallelujah. And that is what Jehoshaphat did. They put the singers right in front, the musician. In verse 22, at the very moment they began to sing and give praise, the Lord caused the armies of Amnon, Moab, and Mount Seah to start fighting among themselves. So when the army of Judah arrived at the lookout point in the wilderness, all they saw were dead bodies lying on the ground as far as they could see. Not a single one of the army has escaped. The Lord has given them victory over the enemies. King Jehoshaphat and his men went out to gather the plunder. They found vast amounts of equipment, clothing and other valuables, more than they could carry. There was so much plunder that it took them three days, three days just to collect it. On the fourth day, they gathered in the Valley of Blessing, which got his name that day because the people praised and thanked the Lord there. It is still called the Valley of Blessing today. We always come back to the place to say, we give you thanks, Lord. We give you thanks. We praise you, God. We praise you. And that blessing of God is upon every single one of us. If we continue to the last part, verse 29 and 30. When all the surrounding kingdoms heard that the Lord himself had fought against the enemies of Israel, the fear of God came over them. So Jehoshaphat's kingdom was at peace, for his God had given him rest on every side. that there were peace and he is at rest. We do not know what to do. We do not know what to do, but our eyes is on you, Lord. Come before our Lord and pray. Come before our Lord to surrender. Come and trust our Lord that he is able and he is willing. Wait upon Him. Wait upon Him and let, 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 let the Holy Spirit, using the Word of God, using, using the Word of God, they just let, listen. Listen to Him. And in faith, we believe in our Lord Jesus Christ. And the victory is a blessing. And peace and rest is the greatest blessing of all. Brother and sister, 
perhaps some of you, me, with the pandemic, with life situation, we know life is full of uncertainties. And oftentimes, we do not know what to do. Sometimes we think that we know what to do. But oftentimes, we can come before the Lord. Lord, I need you. We do not know what to do. But my eyes is on you. So this morning, the encouragement is that we could be going through difficult times. Our family, our business, our job, our loved ones, our neighbors, that they are in a tough situation. They are in the middle of a storm. But we can all focus our eyes on our Lord Jesus Christ. Because He is a God that is able and He is a God that is willing. In the year 2020, believe in the Lord your God and you will be established. Our Lord Jesus Christ, 2,000 years ago, came. He died on the cross. There is only through Him and Him alone that we are redeemed. So this morning as we come back to the place to say, Lord, I believe in You. I have faith in You. Re-establish, re-establish that connection for some that could be searching that this is the time they come before our Lord and believe the greatest prophet, our Lord Jesus Christ, and we will succeed. I will end our pray, and as I pray, perhaps all, all of you just focus back on, on our Lord Jesus Christ and carry someone in your heart as we pray, that you too pray, you too come before our Lord and say, Lord, I do not, we do not know what to do with this brother, with this sister, with this loved one. But I believe in you, Lord. And you will uphold us. And I believe in your word. And we will succeed. Let's pray. Let's bow our head. And... Father, as we thank you for this, this morning, I'm reminded when rain comes, it brings life. Your word is life. So this morning as we come before you, we humbly acknowledge that in our weakness, we need you. You are God that is all-powerful, almighty. That we surrender this person that we hold in our hearts. This situation that we are facing, we surrender it to you. We will wait upon you, Lord. We will wait upon you. We will wait upon you and we will listen before we act. We will act in faith, Lord, that know that you are the one that is fighting this battle. And indeed, Lord, the battle belongs to you and the victory belongs to you. We thank you for the peace, for the rest that you have given us. 
You are a good God. You are a good, good Father. So this morning, we just want to thank you once again that indeed, Lord, we believe in you, our Lord Jesus Christ. And we will be established. And believe in you, our Lord. And we will have rest. We will have peace. We will have joy. And we can love how you have loved us. We thank you and we pray all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you.